We have medical tyranny in the United States. Totalitarianism has arrived. Here with me to talk about it is a man with a sharp mind and a sharp tongue, Patriot Garrett Wright. Yes, uh, yeah, we, we do have tyranny. It looks like uh, Al-Qaeda won 20 years later. Well, tyranny won. Tyranny won. <laughs> One way or another. The Taliban won, Al-Qaeda won, the establishment won. Oh, the establishment won. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> but maybe we weren't even really allowed to win. You know, like almost a game that's rigged from the beginning. So, oh yeah, it seems like that's probably the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna get into it in just a moment, Garrick. I have some uh, ask you anything questions to start off with. All right. All right. So, uh, Garrick, in the event of a military draft, do you believe that women should be drafted into the military? Um. No, but then again... Oh, you sexist! Uh, believe me, I'm going to get a lot worse than that right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that they should be in the military to begin with. Wow! Yeah. Well, what causes you to say that? Uh, war is a man's... A man's job. It's a man's activity. It's a man's <laughs> cause. <laughs> Maybe that's why we've been killing people uh, through all our existence as humans. <laughs> but uh, hey, uh, you know, I don't know when. I suppose they were sort of. They sort of started to get into the military in World War Two. I don't know if maybe it was just for like building stuff and but. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I I think that there's a reason that uh, World War II was the last war we won. <laughs> <laughs> so you blame women for Vietnam? <laughs> I uh, I blame the lack of testosterone. Okay, you you blame the the feminization of yeah society more or less. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting. Um, you know, when I was in West Point, which is the U.S. Military Academy, I was there for a football game, but anyway, when you walked around campus, you saw a lot of female cadets Yeah. wearing makeup. Huh. Yeah, well, they look good to me. I mean, in a uniform with the makeup on. Yeah, well, you know, war isn't really the place uh, for that. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. you know, you're supposed to go over to other countries fight, kill people, and then go to the prostitute afterwards. <laughs> oh, Eric. That's, that's what men do. Well, okay, so is there an argument, though, that people would say, well, um, you know, modern warfare is, you know, cyber warfare, and it's, you know, shooting people from miles away, and it's technology, and there's no reason why a woman couldn't, you know, operate a, uh, you know, an aircraft carrier or launch a missile or fire a sniper rifle. Like, it's, it's not necessarily hand-to-hand -hand combat. So couldn't there be a role for women that they could easily do those jobs? Well, it's not so much the... It, it, it's the mentality issue. It's, uh, yeah, it's the same reason I don't think that women should be uh, president. Um, <laughs> not that they physically can't do it. But it's, uh, 
we're, we're talking about we need cutthroat, in some cases literal cutthroat, we need people who are in touch with their manly testosterone in order to win. And uh, let's just say that hasn't gone on in this country for a long time. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't. Does China have women in their military? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever... I'm sure there are women in the Communist Party, I would think. Oh, China. sure. Yeah. Uh, whether they're in the military, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that there are. And I don't think they're in the, the Russian army either. I know they're not going to be in any Middle Eastern uh, <laughs> army, so... Yeah, they won't be a part of the Taliban. No. And, uh, you know, they're uh, they're the ones with... Doing a, a, I'd say a better job of, uh, of military, uh, of fighting and right. uh, dying for a cause and being cutthroat than than what America is. Right. Well, I'll say this. You know, maybe there's some some truth to what you said, but I'd probably prefer, you know, Ann Coulter running the military than Mark Milley. So uh, I'll just leave it at that. But. <laughs> Mark Milley, not a lot of testosterone. <laughs> yeah, you could use some t- testosterone shots. So, all right. Uh, well, why don't we get into our first topic here, Garrick? Uh, Joe Biden, the president, gave, in my opinion, one of the most tyrannical speeches of any American president. He is ordering the Department of Labor uh, to tell private employers of more than 100 employees that their uh, employees have to be vaccinated or undergo weekly testing for COVID-19. And he said that if any governors get in his way, he'll do what he has to to get them out of his way. And, um, well, boy, it really exploded. A lot of opposition to it. Controversial. What are your first thoughts on hearing what was said? Yeah, I I haven't listened to any part of the speech from his lips. I'm not going to bother listening to it um (laughs) you know he he has the power that his puppet master allows him to Mm -hmm. have um they had to wake him up out of a alzheimer's comatose uh (laughs) sleep in order to give such a speech i don't even think they had like a time set for it i think they just got weighed I don't think they have time set for anything that he does. They just kind of say, okay, at some point this is going to happen. He's lucid. Get him out there. Yeah. We have a half an hour window. Let's get it. Um, so I'm not afraid of what Dementia Joe has to say. Um, I. Th- this is clearly unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to get the shot. Um I'm not going to do it for Dementia Joe. I'm not going to do it for Corrupt Fauci. I'm not going to do it for uh, my woke company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do it on my terms if there ever comes a point that I believe that it's necessary to get this shot, which is increasingly <laughs> unlikely <laughs> uh, because of <clears throat> this kind of rhetoric. This is not about public health. Right. I, I read that he said in there that uh, the unvaccinated have cost us all. 
Costas, this is a guy that just botched yeah. the Afghanistan thing, which I know that we'll, we'll yeah. talk about, but cost us all. You guys cost us all. The establishment cost us all. We had a pretty decent society until they got involved in every aspect of it. <laughs> yeah. And they're incompetent. Well, they're incompetent, sure, but they're also evil. And uh, they cost us everything. They spend trillions of dollars on nonsense, mm-hmm. devi- devaluing our dollar. That costs us all. Mm-hmm. So don't lecture me on costing society. This is... Look at Andrew Cuomo, his uh, nursing, poli- nursing home policy. That costs lives. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you know, there's... So Biden in his speech, he said it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. He really was blaming the unvaccinated for what's happening. But none of that actually makes any sense because if you have the vaccine and you're vaccinated, if it works the way it's supposed to work, then a vaccinated person has very, you know, no risk really from an unvaccinated person. Right. <laughs> and... Um, the other thing is what they don't mention is the unvaccinated. They said, I don't know, there's like 80 million unvaccinated or something. You don't know how many of those people actually have had COVID. Right. So they could have natural immunity <clears throat> from that. Natural immunity is much better than actually getting the shot. Yeah. And, uh, and then on, on top of that, um, I lost my train of thought. Um, there's a lot of anger. Here. There's a lot of uh, stuff that goes on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, ultimately, though, well, yeah, the, the breakthrough infections that you know that we these vaccines may not provide protection against, quote unquote, the variants. People who are vaccinated are getting sick and they're passing the disease on to other people. So it's all just it's just illogical what they're trying to argue that it's the people who are unvaccinated. It's their fault. It's, it's really not their fault. Yeah, um, I've. If you've uh, listened to um, some of the doctors that are against us, uh, one of them being Dr. Peter McAuliffe, he's from uh, Texas, he's a world-renowned cardiologist, uh, has talked about how 15% of people are just not able to contract the virus. It mm-hmm. just their, their bodies are just immune to it. Um, right. And so we don't have... We don't give any credence to that. Right. We don't give any credence to the idea of natural immunity, which uh, there was just a study that came out showing that, I think it's like 27 times uh, more likely, you're 27 times less likely to get COVID the Delta variant once you've already had COVID mm-hmm. than if you've had the vaccine. Yeah, I think it was out of Israel. Right. Israel being one of the most vaccinated yeah. countries in the world and they're having an issue and they're uh, not letting people travel because uh, they have this pandemic on. And yeah, so it, it's... Um, if, if I, I talked to my doctor, he said that natural immunity, there, there is no such thing. That My doctor, I think, should be sued for malpractice, frankly, because <laughs> I was just wrong. Right. Um, 
Yeah, and you know, this vaccine, look, I, if you want to do it, I think that that's ridiculous because it hasn't gotten any, uh, it hasn't had enough research yet. We're all guinea pigs, right. but there are plenty of people willing to just take it at face value Right. And I'm telling you, there's not. It's not possible for anybody to know the long-term effect of this because we right. haven't had a long term yet. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, no one from the establishment has actually been able to explain Israel, at least to my knowledge. Yeah, my my doctor, his explanation was, well, they only had the Pfizer vaccine. You need multiple vaccines to get a uh, type of. Immunity. <laughs> that seems kind of bullshit to me. I, I don't know yeah. how many companies need to do a tetanus shot or what, you know, <laughs> in order for me to not handle rusty things. That's the other thing. It's like, I don't know, I get a tetanus vaccine and then, you know, they don't say, but don't touch anything with rust on. <laughs> it's like, well. <laughs> right, right. The No, because the vaccine works. It's been around for like, 50,000 years and it's, it's um, yeah, yeah, they don't say this about any other vaccine. Right. Yeah, someone had uh, put on the internet that COVID-19, uh, it's the only, uh, <laughs> the, the only disease in which the people who are blamed are the ones who haven't gotten the shot. Like, uh, you know, the, uh, the people who have gotten the vaccine um, I try to explain this right. They, they, they've gotten the vaccine, and the drug, the drug companies are blaming the people who haven't gotten the product, even though the product isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it's it's like we're gonna blame people who haven't bought our product yet. Like what? You know, just again, crazy yeah. stuff. <laughs> That's like yeah. I guess it'd be like asking Peloton why there are so many obese people. Well, enough people haven't gotten their product Exactly, yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, just just absolute madness. Um, As a, a little segue, yeah. you know, what this is doing with uh, children, too. You yeah. know, they're, people are totally illogical. The children are almost no harm from this virus at all. And uh, my wife was telling me that the other day she went to Target. She saw a kid in a, uh, a you know, my daughter's age, you know, baby with a mask on. I'm like, well, yeah. what? What are parents doing? How do you how do you buy into this stuff? You're gonna put this stupid moist bacteria laden <laughs> yeah. cloth over your baby's face? Are you insane? Right. Uh, it goes to show you, too, that too many people are still watching CNN and MSNBC and Fox News and CBS. I mean, it's just too much corporate media because they just believe all this stuff. Oh, boy, throwing Fox News in there. Yeah, very good. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Wallace. Oh, boy, what a piece of work here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I am just stunned at how few people have had their quote-unquote come-to-Jesus moment with this. The people are in power are lying to you. Right. You can see it. Right. It's obvious. It makes no sense. 
I, I think part of it is just like human psychology that people have, you know, they early on they made up their minds that, you know, well, Fauci and the government must be right and all this kind of stuff. And they don't want to admit they're wrong. So they have to keep coming up with reasons as to why they're right. Yeah. I mean, even though Fauci has been proven to be a liar. and <laughs> He knows know. more about disease than you, Garrick. Well, probably. Looked at a bunch of AIDS-ridden patients. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, where's where's Mitch McConnell? There, there are all of these... Uh, these documents now that prove that Dr. Fauci lied about uh, funding the uh, Wuhan right. lab and, mm-hmm. and gain of function uh, research mm-hmm. and he's doing weird stuff with aborted babies and rats in Pittsburgh. It, it's it's really odd stuff. He's a weird, weird man. I heard he also uh, they did an experiment with beagles. And he had like, mm, yeah. uh, they, they had like a live beagle was eaten alive by flies or something like that. Just weird, weird, horrible stuff. Yeah, so. well, that that would that they have to keep on the download. So <laughs> yeah. people like my wife, oh, she would, <laughs> she would for, say, screw Fauci. <laughs> that's really how we have to get this guy the animals. <laughs> that's oh, that's what uh, Dennis Miller said back in. 2003 about the uh, Afghan, the Taliban was, he said, the worst thing that they did was gas that puppy because that got the liberals angry. <laughs> like, what's that, a puppy? Oh, no, it's on, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it brings into sort of the next part of this, which is, you, you had mentioned it's obviously unconstitutional. I think most people would agree, but I think the Biden administration is betting that the courts will back them up and that the Supreme Court, the federal courts, will say, well, you know, we, uh, we are, you actually, you know what, the government does have the authority to, to mandate it. So, uh, it's kind of my biggest concern at the moment. Yeah, it, it, it could happen. I think it's definitely bound to go to uh, the Supreme Court rather quickly because right. um, I think so many people are going to make it such a big deal of it. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard. My my, my th- thing is, is that I can work from home. <laughs> so maybe that, that will work in my favor. I don't know if I'd still have to be required then to get shots or get tested. I, right. I don't think so, but... Um, I, you know, I'll I'll get tested. I'm not I'm not getting the shot. I'm just not. I I think that this is basically being used to thin out the uh, the old people, uh, oh. the elderly, because I, you know, we'll, we can't afford them. Uh, we've known this for this is the social security, Medicare. This has all been a ticking time bomb for. Mm-hmm. Decades and nobody's ever done anything about it. I think they're trying to kill the uh, senior citizens. Mm-hmm. And I think they're trying to sterilize uh, younger people so that fewer children mm-hmm. will come into the world. I, I think it's all um, a genocidal thing. It's a Bill Gates uh, <laughs> funded vaccine. It's, uh, he's, a, he's a weird guy. I was going to mention uh, Bill Gates, his family has ties to the eugenics movement in the U.S., which is 
Yeah, I guess uh, he started it, like with he was his dad was around uh, with Planned Parenthood right. and involved with that and yeah. And uh, of course, George Soros uh, was a Nazi, or was, uh, uh, collaborated with the Nazis rather. Yeah, I think he's Jewish, but he lied and he, right. yeah, he told he so, ratted out fellow Jews. I mean, it's really a sick worldview that these people have to just believe in this stuff. I mean, it's it's really effed up. But don't start a conspiracy theory because it's <laughs> not like these people have any influence or power. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll see how the courts rule on that. Um, you know, we, they have ruled some good ones lately, uh, but we'll see. It's kind of a hold-your-breath moment. Uh, because if they don't rule the right way, then in theory the government has the constitutional authority to tell you what to put into your body and that's i mean that you know what else do you have if that's that's true i remember when uh elena kagan was uh going through the senate hearings and uh senator coburn asked her you know obamacare been asked and so i asked some questions about things so well there was a law that required me to buy broccoli and she said, that sounds like a stupid law. <laughs> and he said, yeah, I agree with you. It does sound like a stupid law. Well, it's uh, really not that far away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Take this shot. Take this pill. Yeah. Eat this vegan burger. Do this. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Bill Gates is involved with the whole uh, impossible meat yeah. uh, lab-grown nonsense. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, veganism is a cult. Really is. It's so yeah. disgusting. And it's not just like, oh, we just do our own thing. Like they hate people who eat meat, and many of them do anyway. Yeah, I've, I've. I mean, to actually make anything that tastes good, I mean, there are some tasty things that are vegan, but yeah. it usually requires a lot of work. It's like, how do you people have this kind of? Yeah, time and energy for this kind of crap. Well, you could eat uh, French fries and beer, right? That's that's not that's all plants, right? Yeah, as long as the French fries aren't uh, fried in lard or something. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't think, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think they are anymore. No. Oh, they, it's so bad. I I don't think they eat honey because bees are involved with that. <laughs> um, there are even types of sugar that are like. Processed with bones, animal bones. Yeah, and uh, I don't think they can do that. That's, it gets to be very difficult. It's though. nuts. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, this is a segue again, but let's just say we took all the domesticated animals and we released them into the wild. So here's what would happen: many of those animals would be eaten alive by coyotes and wolves. I mean, they yeah. would be shredded by them. Yep. Many of them would become sick because they don't have access to vets anymore and they would be, you know, out in the wild. Oh, sure. Viruses, bacteria, they'd be sick and die. Some of them would starve to death because they'd have to find food, they'd be competing with other animals, and they would starve to death. They'd no longer just have some farmer giving them food. Right. And um, then it would also be a danger to humans. I mean, you have cows, cows are herding animals, and you're gonna release, I don't know how many cows there are in the US, 100 million cows just out randomly, you know, he, the humans could be hurt by that. So 
you know, this idea that if we released all the domesticated animals, it'd be this happy utopia is just total nonsense. Yeah, although I think they're trying to make it so that there won't be any more cows because of their flatulence. <laughs> These people come up with everything, don't they? <laughs> they do. I mean, I'm sure that there will be a farm that uh, provides the meat for the uh, the oligarchy that controls everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John Kerry as a double whopper. <laughs> oh my god. I remember because uh, I think uh, Bill Clinton became vegan yeah. several years back and I remember hearing a uh, somebody saying that oh I saw him in the steakhouse restaurant and he was eating a steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know it's hearsay but I could totally see that happening. <laughs> it's just for public appearances. <laughs> He's thin. I'll give him that. Oh, man. Well, uh, before we move on to another topic, uh, the last thing with the vaccines here is there's, I think, an obvious political play, which is Biden's numbers dropping like a rock. Really, really bad. Um, Afghanistan was a debacle and a disaster. And the Biden administration is trying to turn the page, if you will, from Afghanistan. And they want to go back to COVID because they believe that COVID is his only issue that People like him on. I don't know why anyone would like him on that anyway. But yeah. the idea is let's go hardcore COVID, right? Be tough, show quote unquote leadership, and this will bring us back. It will bring him back. I don't think it brings him back because people, anybody who voted for Biden, as much as I can't understand why, but they must 81 have... <laughs> million people voted for Joe Biden. <laughs> Most popular guy in history. That's right. Even though his poll numbers are low, that's still a, a low percentage of a very high number. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the line of BS here. But, <laughs> uh, but people voted for him because he was supposed to be Mr. Normal, right? We're going to yeah. get over COVID. Everything's going back to normal. You can go build your football games. And, like, that's not happening. They still have all these mandates. So, I mean... Politically, it's going to backfire on him. But how much do you think this decision, this mandate, is just pure politics at play? Um, well, I think that there's a... I, I definitely think that there's something to do with the uh, whole Afghanistan right. issue. Um, I think that was just so embarrassing that um, he, he does need to pivot. Uh, but I think that this was coming anyway because... I mean, my my theory is, as I've already stated, is that this vaccine is about something different, and the fact that it doesn't actually work to stop COVID, I think they need to continue to create a straw man mm-hmm. that is the reason why. That's what liberals do. They create a problem. <laughs> Government creates a problem. Yeah. They come up with a solution to fix it. The solution makes it worse, and then they have to say that, well, we need more power to fix this right. bigger problem. And it always it always seems to work that that's how it, things happen. So, no, this is a great issue for people to, uh, for big government people to continue mm-hmm. growing government. So, right. yeah, COVID, they're never going to allow you to go back to normal until you stand up and demand that you, right. you get your life back. Right. And I'm not seeing it, unfortunately. <laughs> not on a mass scale. Right, at least 
certainly not in a place like New York or Amherst, mm-hmm. New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, again, that's another great human psychology question as to why people are like that. Um, I don't know. We all have family members that... Uh, <laughs> I, I, saw, I haven't seen my, my family in downtown Buffalo since this whole thing started. Ah, it's going on two years. Yeah, Christmas of 2019 was the last time I saw them. Damn. So it could be two years by the in a couple months. All over an exaggerated virus. Yeah. Man. And at this point, I'm not even sure that I'd... Because they, I'm sure they know that I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> and so it's, I, I can't imagine what a dinner they conversation never see you again. would be. They might never see you again. I'm okay with that. I don't <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. That's something. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's the vaccine. I'm sure there'll be more to talk about it in future podcasts. I do want to go to Afghanistan. We actually did a whole episode on that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So we won't go too into depth. But at that time, what hadn't happened was the deaths of uh, 13 U.S. service servicemen um, the Marine, I think it was 12 Marines and one Navy person. Um, I think a woman was a woman. It was one woman too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you like can identify as whatever as they want. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it seems like it really got the establishment upset at Biden and, uh, people like Lindsey Graham are infuriated and uh, I need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> Uh, so I guess the question really is, I mean, we, we kind of know how Biden after this all up, but do you see a scenario in which we reinvade Afghanistan or we send troops back there? I can't imagine under, not under this administration, <laughs> uh, that would be, that would require admitting that you really effed things up. Um, right. Yeah, I mean the Taliban they they took over. They are in power now. Right. Um so we've totally undone everything that uh the last 20 years of I don't know what the point of all of it was. Uh you know, even even George Bush, um well, we'll get to George Bush <laughs> soon enough, but um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I just, I I do have a hard time uh, thinking that we could possibly go in there and try to read, because what would we try to do that we haven't already tried? So, yeah, I think the Taliban stays in there. I mean, this is an administration that is trying to get nuclear bombs to uh, Iran. Yeah. I mean, is the Taliban really any worse? Uh, <laughs> right. You, this is like, this is, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the, none of it makes sense. So I, I can't imagine going back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't either. Uh, Lindsey Graham seems to think so, but. Yeah, if an establishment Republican ever gets back into the uh, White House, maybe we will go back. John Kasich. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would be that would be really embarrassing. Uh, I've heard Chris Christie wants to run for president again. 
I think he should probably focus on just running, period. <laughs> yeah, that guy is... Maybe his genetics aren't good, but he's always been, like, puffy fat. Yeah, and I thought that he was, like... It looked like he was working on losing some weight. I don't know if he got the gastric bypass surgery or anything, but... It didn't work. No, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, all right, why don't we talk now about, you mentioned George W. Bush. He, uh, he, he gave a speech at the Pennsylvania field for 9-11, and, uh, you know, he said most of the typical things, but he snuck in a line that I found pretty disgraceful, and he said that something along the lines of uh, 9-11 taught us that not only uh, our threats come from abroad, but there's domestic threats here at home. And it was a clear sort of shot at the January 6th protesters and, the, you know, suggest that the 9-11 hijackers are equivalent to the January 6th people. I just thought it was just, just disgraceful and shameful to say that. And, uh, you know, I think most Republicans anyway at this point are done with George Bush if we hadn't been so already. Yeah. Um, yeah I got what I kind of was going to allude to before was that... Uh, yeah, even George Bush, who spent a lot of political capital and a lot of his administration on Afghanistan, and yeah, wasn't thrilled about pulling out, of course. But then uh, I got over that within a couple of weeks and decided to get back to trashing his own countrymen. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. that a majority of the people that were in the Capitol that day probably voted for him, too. Yeah. Um, Isn't that something? Yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, it, it's uh, three over 3,000 people died on 9-11. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19 hijackers uh, died. And... Um, on January 6th, uh, one person died directly from that cause, and that was Ashley Babbitt. Who, right. Uh, yeah, there's, there's no comparison. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 9-11 was 3,000 dead and 20 years of war. Thousands of people died in those wars. And then January 6th, Ashley Babbitt died. The Capitol was, you know, secured within a couple hours, and Congress went back to fucking us over you know like <laughs> it was business yeah. as usual so <laughs> it was business as usual yeah uh, um so yeah it's yeah. it's you know to, to and okay even if you're not down with what happened on january 6th i i don't know that anybody really is but uh do they still get access to their constitutional rights of a fair and speedy trial of uh, apparently not representation (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I I guess we shouldn't be too shocked that the guy that implemented uh, or helped uh, institute the Department of Homeland Security is uh, yeah and, and the Patriot Act is okay with denying people rights but Right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do you believe that 9-11 was an inside job 
My feeling is that I don't know if it was an inside job per se from the U.S. government. I think it's quite possible they were just grossly incompetent. But what I do think is that I think the evidence would show that the Saudi government, whether it was actually the king or people high up, but somewhere at the Saudi government was very much either in favor or funding al-Qaeda and indirectly funding bin Laden and the Bush family because of their connections with the Saudis just swept that all underneath the rug and you know went to Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember him holding hands with uh, the Saudi king in the rock garden. Yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking how bizarre that was. Like, you know, the, George Bush was trying to get a, an amendment to the Constitution to <laughs> outlaw gay marriage. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the Saudis will hang you for such a thing. Uh, you're right. <laughs> and it's like they're, the two of them are holding hands in a rock garden. It's very strange. <laughs> I remember we were at Grounds Crew, and uh, they showed a... We were watching the TV in the morning, and one of the guys, Mike, um, he saw that, and he's like, All right, someone explain to me. Why is he holding hands? Why are they holding hands? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just really funny so. <laughs> I think everyone had that reaction actually <laughs> it, it, it looked odd uh, can't deny that um, <laughs> why, why are they holding hands wow I didn't realize that it happened that uh, late so that that was in like 2006 well I think they they were holding hands for a while like many oh. years They whenever they would meet they would hold hands oh Oh, okay. Wow, that's that could be a whole other issue. Um, <laughs> you imagine Donald Trump holding hands with the Saudi king? <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Your hands are very grimy. I don't want you anywhere near me. I'm a germaphobe. This is this is just not right. <laughs> you imagine that? Uh, President Trump, it's customary to hold the hand of this guy. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't think so because of COVID, <laughs> I, it's just not a good idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, to go to, back to your point, <laughs> your blunt question of was it an inside job? It, it seems very difficult to believe that it, it was. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I, at this point, I'm... Yeah, I'm ready to believe a lot of things. So. Yeah. yeah. I should see what Alex Jones says about it. He's been right about so many things now. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they... they. I, I mean, it's probably an inside job in the sense that COVID is. Oh, um, right, right. Yeah. You know, it probably could have been prevented. Um, heck, we may have even funded it. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we use the... The, that is an occasion to grow government and impede on people's liberties. Yeah. That that happened for sure. Yeah. 9-11 used as an excuse for mass surveillance. Yep. Boy, and to think that we were supportive of George Bush in that administration. Yeah. I have senior quote from yeah. George Bush. I think we both do. Yeah, I think we both do. <laughs> 
They should not allow senior quotes. <laughs> I think most people look back on it and are like, whoa, what was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't even know. My yearbook is probably somewhere. Maybe you should just burn it when I come to your house next time. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Uh, all right, well... Uh, we're about to wrap things up here. I do want to touch on the California recall. Also, a couple of weeks ago, the polls looked pretty good for uh, Larry Elder. It looked like Gavin Newsom was in trouble. Unfortunately, the polls had gone the other way recently. <laughs> um, it seems like what Newsom has done is he made it... He basically went to the California Democrats and said, Listen, you may not like me, but if you don't vote to get rid of this recall, you're going to have a Republican governor. And I think a lot of voters said, oh, yeah, we can't have that. (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't figure out that that was the whole point of it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think what... uh, (laughs) Maybe what could have happened is that another Democrat could have been one of the candidates mm, yeah so okay we could sort of like saying all right well we don't like gavin newsom but we could try this democrat instead but they made it larry elder and, and you know there's just not enough republicans there yeah um so and, and you know hey it's uh <laughs> like you said it's the uh it matters who counts the votes so all right all right um who knows yeah so we'll see we'll uh hold our breath and cross our fingers for Larry Elder but you know I don't want to give people false hope so yeah I, I'm I'm a skeptic at heart so yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't mind being cynical you should trust the medical establishment Garrick <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> Dr. Fauci's done more for medicine than most people have uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> So is Dr. Kevorkian. Uh. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, um, in Texas, I'm not exactly sure how the law works per se, but if once there's a heartbeat detected, abortion is no longer legal in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. The liberals were not happy about that. No. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll get a bunch of liberals to leave the state and we can keep it right. Oh, that would be fantastic. It would be. Just go to California. The state's screwed anyway. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> California could... When is that Andreas Fall going to uh, <laughs> have an earthquake break off most of California? <sighs> wow. Well, we're out 42 minutes and... Uh, Had a lot to cover. We covered quite a bit. There's more to cover, but we'll wait till next time. Yeah, it can only keep your attention for so long. Yeah, that's right. Well, we have the important NFL to watch. <laughs> the Black National Anthem. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, um, all right. Well, folks, uh, check us out on Rumble. Leave us a comment, and uh, we'll be happy to respond to that. And um, Yeah, we'll, we'll continue to offend you and make you laugh and entertain you and provide you the real news so sounds good all right <laughs> <laughs>